0: you I want to give a content warning for this episode it does mention suicide um, in the beginning and so feel free to fast forward about two-ish minutes in two or three minutes in if you need to care for yourself in that way y'all thanks for listening to tuned in for justice and joy a podcast dedicated to making resistance irresistible by tuning into our mental health faith relationships and always music i'm your host Lysandra Janae, storyteller music curator and creative activist Bay. let's get into this episode episode for the year um i'm doing a part two called holiday healing um if you've been around since i first 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 started this podcast back in 2018 um i did an episode back then called holiday healing so this is sort of an update um kind of a spin from this article i actually wrote back in i think it was 29 like end of 2019 or end of 2020 um on when the the holidays hurt and so um yeah it's it's the holiday season um I, I could do some sort of wrap up around I don't know I think the the first holiday healing I did I talked about like just feel good traditions that keep me grounded and keep me joyful but I kind of want to take a different spin this time um I used to hate like sad Christmas songs like desperately. I hate it when I when I find some sort of like Christmas holiday music playlist and like the super sad songs come on. Like, where are you Christmas from the Grinch movie? Like, why? It's like, why does, why is this sad ass song even exist? Or like my grown up quick Christmas list. I'm like, it's cute, but why are y'all so sad? Even, um, the Temptations version of Someday at Christmas. I'm just like, this is ruining the mood. You know, we're supposed to be happy. We're supposed to be jolly. And this ain't doing it for me. But I feel like as I've grown older, and especially in the past probably two or three years, um, I've started appreciating some of these these melancholy melodies. Because truthfully, the holidays are difficult for a lot of people, myself included. Um, in 2002, my father passed away just two days after Christmas by suicide. Um, And I'm trying to pay extra attention to my emotions right now, even following the news about um, Stephen Boss, a.k.a. DJ Twitch. Um, In 2014, my grandfather passed away just a few days before Christmas on the, I believe it was the 20th, the 20th or the 21st. but yeah, just a few days before Christmas after a long battle with pancreatic cancer. And so due to mental and physical health reasons, I lost two of the most important men in my life around this time. And like processing the grief for my grandfather's passing was different considering his age and like how it happened. But with my dad um, and just like working through, yeah, just like his suicide and-, and still being on the living side of that, the holiday season and my grief especially is typically uncertain for me. Um, since the Christmas after my dad died, I never know how exactly I'm going to feel when the holidays come around for some years. Um, I've had like genuine excitement and joy and I'm managing well. And then there are others where I'm noticeably on edge and just like disconnected, detached, um, and I'm sure others. I imagine, like most people, um, there are other seasons and years where I'm struggling to keep it together. But I opt in for like putting on this veil of holiday cheer. Like, okay, if I can just throw on the Christmas songs, put on the the sweater, drink the hot chocolate and the eggnog, and you know, I can hide all of my hurt. Um, and so this year, yeah, it'll be 20 years now since uh, my father's suicide. And whether it's his birthday, Father's Day, or the anniversary of his death, I've put unnecessary pressure on myself to move past the grief every now and then. Um, I can easily like busy myself with a ton of stuff around this time. And yeah, I think just trying really hard not to, and to just sit in the feelings. Which is really uncomfortable for me because my moon is in Aquarius. I like to intellectualize my feelings, know where they're coming from, and then move on. Um, but like, it's hard because I I feel like you know I should be completely over this by now, right? Like it's been twenty years. I was twelve when my dad died. Um, yeah, and I've had years when I'm pretending that all is well when. Really, sometimes the the holidays, in reality, like the holidays, really haven't felt the same since. Um, It's not only the absence of my father and my grandfather though that makes this time difficult, makes the holidays difficult. As I've gotten older, like traditions have just drastically changed or been lost. Um, I've lived in oh how many cities since college: Nashville, Miami dc and now new york i've lived in four different cities since 2013 um and the longest one i lived in was dc even though i did not want to live in dc um the one i'm i've always wanted to live in has been new york and i'm trying to establish my own traditions but like things change there's just stuff we did um yeah they just change i miss the conversations i had regularly with my grandpa that was his nickname among um all of us grandkids and With Christmas, like, I miss going to the movies as a family on uh, Christmas afternoons or evenings. There was always, like, a huge blockbuster hit that dropped that day. And so, like, our family always went to the movies on Christmas. Um, Ali, where he's portrayed by Will Smith, that comes to mind because that was actually the last Christmas I had with my dad in 2001. And I mean, I miss having the Temptations Christmas album blast through our house as my dad tried like really hard to imitate Eddie Kendrick's famous falsetto. Y'all, my ears could not take it. It was a hot mess because my dad is like a whole tenor, but it, it still is one of those like, you know, joyful memories that sticks. And I think losing a parent at a young age isn't easy, I thought. I still had to be happy during this time through all these years, right? Since I've been 12, I'm like, I still got to be happy because it's happy holidays. Um, but maybe it needs to be honest holidays instead of happy holidays. Like, I tried really hard to have, like, feel the warm and fuzzy feelings on the inside despite grief revisiting me every single year like an unwanted family member. And I thought I had to suck it up and turn off the sad holiday songs, you know? I'm like, mm they tell we can't do it. We ain't, we ain't worry about where Christmas is. It's right here. It's good. Let me plaster this smile on my face. But, you know, Christmas be sad sometimes, y'all. One month... One season, one holiday cannot force joy and hope upon all people. Life is going to happen despite the glitter, despite the sparkles, despite these endless jingles. I mean, I don't even know if we need 78,000 versions of Chestnuts Roasting or another cheesy holiday movie. I mean, even with Chestnuts Roasting, like Nat King Cole's version is perfectly fine, you know, but like. Family and social connections are emphasized at this time, and there are so many people who were with us last year, even earlier this year, two years ago, two decades ago, who aren't here anymore. And that can still hurt, um, whether you lost them around the holidays or you just have memories of, like, spending certain, you know, like, doing certain traditions with them throughout the holidays. Um even beyond death, like breakups happen, friendship breakups happen, relationship breakups happen, divorces happen, there's layoffs, there's the work stress, there's you to be isolated from family or friends. Seasonal depression is very real, um, a, a huge reality for many people. And so good tidings and joy and cheer aren't feelings that any of us can necessarily like, hang up in our minds like we hang lights and ornaments on a tree. And we shouldn't have to. We shouldn't have to um, force those types of feelings. If you're someone who feels like they should suppress sadness during this time, just know that I see you. Um, I see your grief just as much as I see my own. Um, And grief can look many ways. Sometimes it, it might actually genuinely look like still having a joyful time around people you love. It might look like a little bit of isolation or watching movies or listening to those some of those sad songs um Um, it it can look many many different ways but know that if you are grieving during this time um during these the the holiday season and even throughout the year honestly because let's be real it's not just the holidays any small scent a song Um, meeting a new person with certain mannerisms that remind you of a loved one, like anything could trigger grief. It's not just the holidays, but because of the, such a strong emphasis on family and connection during the holidays, I know it can be like just heightened even more around this time. And so just know you don't have to lean into any kind of counterfeit joy to, or I wouldn't even say joy, but like a counterfeit happiness really to make other people comfortable Um, and also like, even if you aren't feeling grief necessarily, like say it's one of those happier years, um, where things actually feel light and you aren't constantly thinking about that loved one or, um, you also don't have to force your grief if it isn't surfacing during this time. I don't think you have to feel guilty for not, um, being sad. I think, you can just sit with those honest emotions and whether it is intense sadness or it is, um, I don't know, like gratitude or just like remembering those loved ones. You can, we can have both grief is not going to be linear. Um, again, for me, it's been, it's been 20 years and I never know what this, this month is going to look like, what each holiday season is going to look like. Um, but every single, you know, year for the past 20 years, Um, has looked different, but your emotions are valid and should be shared with people who understand that and understand that, you know, life and all of our emotions and feelings and our thoughts, life does not pause when Santa Claus comes to town. Um, So I curated a special playlist for this episode called Christmas Be Sad Sometimes um, you can listen to it exclusively on Spotify. There's some good jams on there. I will say, I want to shout out, I don't know if he'll ever listen to this podcast, but I do want to shout out <laughs> this one singer, um, named Joseph Solomon. He actually just put out, a um, very short, um, I don't even know if it's, a, if it be classified as an EP or an LP. It's very, very short. There's like three or four songs on it, but like a, a little holiday, little John John and, Um, one of the songs that was on there, which is on the playlist as well, inspired me to make this playlist because I was like, actually, this is a, this is a bop. It is called Merry Christmas Anyway. And I was listening to it. I was like, oh, it's one of those sad ones. I was like, you know what? Let me make a playlist. Let me make a Christmas playlist that, you know, has all the sad songs. Um, where are you Christmas? What do the lonely do at Christmas? Um, blue Christmas, someday at Christmas, you know, it's it's there because truly, Christmas be sad sometimes, and we need we need those emotions too, not just the holly jolly Christmas. And so, y'all can listen to that exclusively on Spotify. It'll be in the show notes. Um, it'll all the link for it will also be in my newsletter if you're subscribed to that. You can find that um, Justice and Joy on Substack. And for those who are listening, who resonate with the grief felt during the holidays, I'd love to hear how y'all cope each day. Um, I'm off of work for the next two weeks until basically until January 3rd. And so I got a lot of time to sit with my feelings and just get, literally get my house in order um, from cleaning and rearranging things to also just sitting and reflecting over the year, reflecting Um, Not just the grief of the past 20 years, but just sitting on even just the grief of how drastically things have changed this year. How 2022 started and how it's ended um, and everything that happened in between is not completely what I expected. But also, I don't hate it at all. I think if Lysandra from January of 2022 could see me now, she'd be like, yep, yep, sounds about right. Looks about right. Good for you, sis. And so I love to hear how y'all cope each day. Um, For me, again, it's a lot of journaling. It's eating foods that make me happy, but also like make me feel good. Um, Watching holiday movies. I just had um, a movie night with some friends last night. We watched Jingle Jangle because the square root of impossible is who? Me. Um, Definitely going to rewatch The Preacher's Wife again this week. And spending time with loved ones, just staying connected to friends and making sure I don't um isolate myself fully. But also like not getting too deep into um I think running from my emotions to spend time with friends because I can do that where I'm like, okay, well I'm just gonna be super duper social and not sit with anything. It's like actually we need to sit with some stuff. And so I like that because most friends are still working during this week, um I get to to chill and be in nature and journal and sit with the emotions. And I think what also works for me is I've grown a lot more comfortable with not having like set traditions anymore because each year is going to be different. And so I like that I'm getting more comfortable with just like making it up as I go. Although I do still plan on checking out this new Whitney Houston biopic for old time's sake. I'm always still down to see a movie on Christmas. That that one will, will, will stand. I'll keep that tradition. But yeah, would love to hear how y'all cope, what your traditions are, and what grief looks like for you um, for, for our honest holidays, not just our happy holidays. So as always, thanks for listening. Like, subscribe, share with, it with your people, rate, review this podcast again, again, so the algorithms know that it exists. Share with your folks, share with somebody, you know, who may be um, struggling with grief or just like navigating grief during this season and really every season. Um, again, I'll share the playlist in the show notes. This episode, like every episode, is written, recorded, and edited by me, your host, Lassandra Junaid, in the comfort of my little Harlem apartment. Music is by Taylor Famous. I'll return with new episodes for y'all in the new year. Um, but for now, be well. Thank you for listening. Um, and yeah, I'll see y'all in 2023. you <laughs>